To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Please stand clear of the doors. For favor, Hello and welcome to Miles from Main Street, your far from Disney podcast. My name is Mikhailo. And I'm Brian. And we're here to talk about Disney World. But especially coping away from Disney. Which we know a lot about being from the Midwest. Here at Miles from Main Street, our preferred travel agency is Magical Vacations by Kimberly. Kimberly is a Disney expert and can handle all of your Disney planning needs. She can also plan Universal and all major cruise lines. Contact Kimberly at Magical Vacations by Kimberly at Yahoo.com. And find her on Facebook and Instagram under Magical Vacations by Kimberly. So today on Miles from Main Street, we are talking about dining. Probably one of uh, my favorite things to talk about. Um, and it's slowly kind of become uh, something pretty important to my Disney going experience. Um, but I, I just love getting some dining reservations and going and enjoying some Disney food. Um, but we're going to talk about um, uh, some of our favorites and then some spots that we haven't really talked about yet um, on the, the podcast. And we, we do tend to talk about dining. I know Brian and I are kind of foodies when it comes to that. And I mean, how can you not be when you're, when you're going to Disney with all this amazing food? Um, but we're going we're gonna, to um, give a couple of our, our top places that we've been and um, try to give you a little bit of insight into what it's like going to these places. Yeah, this is going to be a fun conversation. We have talked about food a lot. And we've also told you that the food down there is really, really good. Um, they do have some of the you know best world-class, most famous chefs names down there. Um, but also if there's a cuisine you want to try, you can find it there and give it a shot and Disney makes it accessible. So give it a chance. And maybe in our conversation today, you'll find something new that you need to go try. For sure. Uh, so I'll go first. I'm going to start with uh, a sit-down restaurant that I really haven't talked about at all on the podcast. Um, and it's one that that I've gone to once, and it was actually one of the first uh, real fancy Disney dining experiences that I've had. But it was just, it's just so great and such a cool experience to have. Um, and that is the Tap and Edo. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Uh, in Japan at Epcot, um, and basically what this is is it's a um, like they they make the food in front of you. I can't remember what that word is. Um, hibachi. Hibachi. Yes, uh, it's a hibachi grill. Uh, they'll make the food in front of you. Uh, it's a lot of that like like typical um, Japanese cuisine, uh, but they do a really good job. They definitely put on a show, and uh, they do some really impressive things there. Um, and just uh, being able to go up in that Japan pavilion um, up top in that that house that they have there, that giant building uh, is always really cool. Just kind of like going up the steps um, and getting into that restaurant uh, is a lot of fun. Um, I have to say that was one of the if you're new to Disney and you, you've never done um, dining reservations uh, and you go to Disney, you're going to find out 
pretty quick that you need reservations for a lot of these places. Um, and so this was one that um, I think it was like a couple before I went there, it was a couple uh, vacations before that, like we tried to get in there and my family just, we walked up to the, um, to the little station they have there. We were just like, Hey, we'd like to, to eat here. They're like, do you have a reservation? And we were like, no. And they were like, Oh, you're going to need a reservation. So we, we found out pretty quick that you're going to need to make reservations for these places. Um, so the time that we went there, I actually made a reservation and, um, we would, we were able to get in, uh, and it was a lot of fun. It was very cool, um, getting in there and being able to sit down and having them put on a show for you. Um, cause that's a lot of like what hibachi is and, and they're doing that for you. Um, and again, it's just a lot of really great food. Um, they have a lot of really cool. I think this was like one of the first times I ever actually had a hibachi. So, um, but it's pretty, pretty typical to, of like all of the other places that I've been to, but I mean, it's Disney. So it's, it's so cool to be in Japan and go and experience that and, um, kind of have it mean a little bit more because you're in Epcot and you're, and you're watching these people throw all, all these knives and everything. It's, it's nuts. Um, very cool. Um, but it, it meant a lot that it was one of the first times I ever got to go and like sit down at a, at a really fancy restaurant. Um, so there's, there's that, um, if we're, if we're talking favorites, uh, right now, I'd say, uh, my favorite top of the list right now is be our guest just with the theming and the food and everything. Uh, I've talked about that already. Uh, another pretty high one on my list would have to be, uh, Skipper Canteen. However, um, that's almost purely based on theming, um, because I did not so much enjoy the food I had when I was there, uh, which is, I think it's just a miss on my part. But then again, I ordered tastes like chicken. Uh, I don't think that's the the full name, um, but that's, I mean, I ordered chicken, so it should be pretty decent. Um, and I just didn't, I don't know if it was like the teriyaki sauce they had with it, but I just wasn't really into it. But that just tells you what you need to know about uh, Skipper Canteen is that just the theming alone and that whole area. And I think it's, it's a decent sit down restaurant that's in magic kingdom and you don't find that that often. Um, and it's in one of my favorite lands. And so that kind of makes it a little higher up on, on my list than other things would be. But those are some of the, um, the big ones that, that I enjoy. Um, Brian, what about you for, for sit down restaurants? Yeah, for sit-down restaurants, this is a hard one for me because I've been to a few and I've pretty much loved all of them. Um, and I keep thinking of more as we keep sitting here talking. And um, I'm going to have to go with Ohana. Mm. And it's kind of cliche. Now, I have <laughs> never done that for dinner, though. Uh, I've been there twice for breakfast. And I'll tell you, the just being able to sit in that big room and watch um across the lake um and see you know see the castle uh and watch the characters going by they'll do a little parade at some point um and of course this is in the before times and hopefully we'll get that back quick quickly here but um ohana has is is a lot of fun and the kids love it the families have a great time um it it's a family style meal 
and uh, they kind of bring you this great big skillet of food, you know, breakfast items, sausage, bacon, eggs, um, Mickey waffles. And I think my son put down 11 Mickey waffles that morning, which is crazy. <laughs> um, uh, oh, and they have these really cool potato wedges that they also serve with it. Um, and you start with their pineapple bread. The only thing you don't get at breakfast is the bread pudding. So I have yet to have the bread pudding. Um, so if you get a chance, Tambu Lounge right next door, just outside of uh, Ohana, will have the um, the bread pudding there if you just want to try that, which I haven't done it yet. Mm-hmm. Got to do that. Um, but yeah, Ohana is is a great place to go and have food. Um, the They do a kind of like the Brazilian steakhouse type of deal at night. Um, but it's more of that Polynesian flair. So they've got chicken wings, they've got um, shrimp, and uh, uh, I think there's a, a steak tenderloin or something. And they'll bring it out on skewers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's noodles and some rice and some bread and deliciousness all around. <laughs> and you can sit there and eat forever if you want. Um, and you're also in, you know, again, before times, they always had big long tables and you were sitting with whoever was at the table with you, which I find interesting and fun because you never know who you might meet. Um, and hopefully the people sitting next to you are willing to talk because <laughs> I'm going to talk to you. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I love going to Ohana. I tell people to go to Ohana every time anyone comes to me asking what they should do. Uh, it, it's located in the Polynesian resort. And um, again, it's a reservation you're going to need to get, and it's a hard one to get. So you need to be online, whatever your the day is, 60 days, 180 days, whatever they end up being, you know, right now it's 60 days. Um, so yeah, make sure you get, get to Ohana because you're going to love it. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> um, so other than that, you know, like I said, I've got all these places now running through my head. Uh, Yak and Yeti, I think I've mentioned in the past, uh, is wonderful. Um, the other one is Via Napoli. You were talking about reservation. That was the one time we walked up to a place and got in in like <laughs> minutes. Um, it was <laughs> it was pretty awesome. Um, my wife basically was, I'm hungry. Let's go eat there. And we walked in. I said, there's no way. There's no way. And we walk up and they said, oh, yeah, 20 minutes. I she stayed there to make sure that our table didn't get taken because you had to be right there when they called you. And so she stayed there and I walked out and I got to the center of the pavilion, kind of where that um, like stepped up area in the Italy pavilion is. I kind of got to that point and she was buzzing me on my phone. Hey, table's ready. Like it was that quick. Like, wow. So um, the pizza there is amazing. And that's where they bring the water in from Pittsburgh to make <laughs> it like uh, pizza dough you might get from Italy. Um, so if you want pizza in, in Disney World, I would say that that is the only place you should be getting pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much everywhere else. And now I had it at the resort. It wasn't bad, but. Um, I don't know. Disney doesn't do pizza very well otherwise. So, uh, yeah, those are, that would be my 
you know, honorable mentions, I guess, for for sit down places. So you're telling me that Pizza Rizzo isn't the best pizza on property? Oh, that pillowy dough pizza. You can get that <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> got that all over the place. Um, it's okay. <laughs> Typically flavorless, if that's how you like your pizza. Um, <laughs> now, that's not to say that Pizza Rizzo doesn't have good items. Um I've I've heard people I you know I haven't been in there since it's been Pizza Rizzo I was in there when it was Pizza Planet, mm-hmm. um, and we had a decent meal. I didn't care for the pizza, but um, the other things they had were good. And and I've seen people get some of the treats that they'll have, and and you know that looks pretty good. So I think everywhere at Disney World is worth a try. It's a matter of finding what they do well at those places. For sure, yeah, I would totally agree. Um, another, I mean, and. Brian, I'm doing the same thing where like all, all of a sudden I'm thinking about all these other places. Uh, Mama Melrose right, right around the corner from Pizza Rizzo uh, was an amazing experience as well. Um, and, and that's just a testament to just how many places there are to actually eat at Disney um, and how things can range because we I've had some of the best meals I've ever had at Disney and I've had some wildly mediocre meals. Uh, at Disney kind of trending into bad where (laughs) I've been like, Oh my God, what is, what is this? But um, that's the thing. I mean, that that just got so many uh, and they can't all be winners. Um, But being honest, most of them are, (laughs) most of them are, are pretty darn good. Yeah. And it seems when you're talking about restaurants online with people, you're going to find people that love that restaurant no matter how many people are going, no, do not go there. Someone's going to enjoy it. I went to Tony's town square on my honeymoon and it was one of our favorite places. And it was, you know, has great memories. I haven't been back because people say it's terrible now, but I was just reading recently, a lot of people saying, Hey, we had a great time. We loved it. We enjoyed it. Um, You know, it's, it's all a matter of what your tastes are and finding what that, restaurant does well and this actually can be um this can be seen in most things with disney uh some people swear by the all-star resorts uh i'm i enjoy the all-stars i wouldn't swear by them um but i'm definitely one of the ones that like if you shack me up at an all-star resort i'll be happy uh and then there are people out there that will never stay at an all-star resort um, just because they want their, if they're going to go to Disney, they kind of want to go all out. Uh, and I get that. I kind of get both sides where it's like, these resorts are fun and whimsical and like really good for kids. And, um, I, I enjoy them just because that's kind of how I grew up. I grew up going to the all-stars. Um, I also enjoy going to nicer things, um, like contemporary and stuff like that. Uh, but I mean, everybody kind of has their preferences. Um, and so, and you'll find that a lot with Disney, uh, they, they give you a lot of choices. And so people will choose, um, some of these things to love, uh, even though like maybe you might think they're, they're not as good or or anything like that. Um, so yeah, you, you see that a lot with, with things at Disney where like they have a cult following, um, and maybe you might not understand why people like them so much, but, um, I would, I would say just kind of give 
almost everything a try because um, it's Disney. Like you're not going to go too wrong <laughs> with most of the things right. that you're doing at Disney. Right. Uh, so I think we've covered sit downs pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what are you thinking for a quick service? So quick service, uh, Brian and I had a conversation before this uh, and I was telling him which quick service is my favorite. Um, and a lot of this kind of comes down to how your vacation shakes out. There are some quick service restaurants that you can go to uh, and get a really nice meal um, and it'll rival sit down restaurants, uh, like just how great the food is. Um, and I would say the the place that I picked um, could be that way, but it's it's kind of it's not basic. It's just things that you could find somewhere else, uh, and that's uh, the Lotus Blossom Cafe in Japan. And I get it; it's uh, or uh, in China. Sorry, <laughs> uh, Lotus Blossom in China, and I get it. You can get Chinese food pretty much anywhere. Uh, I I can go probably like three steps out my door and go get Chinese food. Um, but I don't know. It was something about the experience that I had at Disney that day and in China. Um, it was really easy to order. Uh, and this wasn't even during COVID. This was a a, a normal vacation. Uh, I think we went, I think this was a summer vacation. Um, maybe it wasn't. No, uh, it was, it was Christmas. Yeah. We were there. Um, this was the day after Christmas Day. Um, so it was busy. Like it was like decently busy that day. And we were able to just kind of walk up and like easily order our food and pick up our food. It, it was, we did not wait very long. And then we ended up um, at, um, at Lotus Blossom. They actually have like, like outdoor seating, uh, like seating outside of the um, restaurant. And so we were able to kind of like grab our food and our trays and sit outside um, and kind of like look into the pavilion. And I don't know if it was something about like seeing the pavilion lit up at night um, and everything like that. It was just so such a great experience. And then the food was really good Um, eating, eating that food. I mean, it's, it's Chinese food. So um, I mean, it's again, it's like not, it's kind of basic, like you can find it anywhere, but it's like, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I enjoyed obviously because my two <laughs> tops were, it was two Asian restaurants. Um, but I, I really enjoyed it and I really enjoyed, um, the whole situation of everything, um, and being able to get there, get food really easily and sit down. Um, I just, I, I really in, enjoyed it. Um, and people, people have said, um, before that like i mean you can go into nine dragons and almost get the same food that they're selling out there at <laughs> lotus blossom um <laughs> so i i thought that was really cool just kind of like being being very free and that's uh, another thing about um about quick service restaurants is it it it's very freeing of like going and picking up your food and then going kind of wherever you want to go they usually have seating for you somewhere uh, if not inside or outside, but you can kind of go pick up your food and do whatever you want with it. Uh, if you want to go eat somewhere else or kind of like pick and choose. Um, but I thought that was very cool where I was able to go out 
and um, enjoy the, the pavilion um, while I was eating. Um, it, we were also kind of up on a high at that point because our, our vacation was like just starting to get good that day. Um, so that might be a little bit of it too, but that was, that was one that really stuck in my head that I had a really great time and, uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, and I would do it again a million more times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've eaten at a lot of great, uh, quick services at, at, at Disney. Um, and it's hard for me to pinpoint one. Have we talked about Satuli Canteen? I don't know that we have. You know, I, I feel like we've we've talked in passing a lot about it, where we've kind of been like, oh, well, this is good there. This is good there. But we've never really kind of gone in depth uh, with it at all. So Satuli Canteen is in Pandora. And it like when I saw it, when they first opened, and I saw what they were doing, it was... Um, create your own bowls it's still create your own bowls right Mm -hmm. and that completely turned me off i was like oh like make me a dish make me something you know Mm -hmm. why do i have to create my own uh but i went and ate there and my wife and i split something and my daughter got another bowl for herself and then the other two kids got um kids meals they got the cheeseburger pods cheeseburger pods are really cool they're um they're pretty tasty i don't see the craziness you know like the the lure that everyone has over it um i know there are a lot of people that just love them Uh, i don't know that i'm at that level but you know they're fun they're 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 tasty um if i could interject on this because I actually really do enjoy the cheeseburger pods. Um, and Brian isn't mentioning something that a lot of other people have mentioned. And I believe this as well. But the cheeseburger pods actually taste like McDonald's hamburgers. I don't know if you've noticed that. But why is that? Why is that a good thing? <laughs> <laughs> good point. <laughs> um, I and will- that's why I don't mention it. Like. I thought they were tasty. I didn't. I didn't catch the, uh, I guess the similarity, mm-hmm. but I know a lot of people say that, and that's great. If I want a cheeseburger from McDonald's, I guess I'll go to McDonald's. <laughs> um, you know, they're they're on property. I can get there pretty quick, um, especially if I'm in Animal Kingdom. But yeah, I, I guess the that they're in a steamed bun. You know, and look like a bao bun. I think that's more interesting than it's a, a McDonald's cheeseburger. Yeah, I feel so. I mean, for me, uh, growing up, and I mean, I would ride my bike to McDonald's and pay to get cheeseburgers with like pennies and like quarters and stuff. Um, so I have a I have a special place in my heart. I definitely don't eat mcdonald's as much anymore which is a good thing right now (laughs) Mm -hmm. um but i think that's that's a little bit a little part of it is that nostalgia like wow this tastes like a mcdonald's hamburger and you kind of have that nostalgia that surrounds mcdonald's um so i get it they're not i think they're great i think they're amazing but they're not like one of those like must have items that are like knock your socks off 
amazing. Um, but I, I definitely thought they were very cool. I've tried to recreate them at home before. That's something that I've done. And I just don't know how to steam buns, I guess. That, <laughs> that's <laughs> the, my biggest issue with, with, uh, uh, with making those. But it's very cool. Uh, and I'll give you a hint, all you foodies out there. The thing that really makes them taste like a McDonald's hamburger, because when I did it, I, I followed the recipe that people have made. I actually followed the recipe that um, they have an episode of this that Tim Tracker did. Um, Tim Tracker made an episode of making these um, uh, hamburger pods. But the big secret to making this taste like a McDonald's hamburger is mustard. um what what you want to do is you want to um you want to add the mustard in with the meat and cook that a little bit um that's what i did and i feel like that's kind of what they do um and but what you don't do is you don't also add uh ketchup you you what you want to do is you want to dip it in ketchup uh and then eat it because uh the beef and the mustard i think that's kind of what makes it taste a little bit more mcdonald'sy uh, but I definitely, I mean, I followed the recipe of how they usually do it and it came out pretty close other than the bun falling apart. <laughs> so, <laughs> so besides the cheeseburger pods back to the create your own bowl, um, we actually did these, as I was saying, my daughter got one and my wife and I split one and for lunch, it was plenty of food. Uh, and they were amazing. Like, like amazing. Like I couldn't believe how good it was with the expectations i had coming in like i said like oh i'm just creating something that they're gonna throw together for me big deal but like it's good food like they prepare the protein and they prepare the green and everything perfectly done and and when you mix it together they're just delicious and tasty so um that is definitely a high point in the animal kingdom right now as far as food is um so you know the cheeseburger pods keep the kids happy the bulls are keeping the the parents happy it's a great place to go for food i don't know if i can say that more (laughs) (laughs) um but uh you know a couple of other places that that uh, i would go uh, on our last trip we went to the polynesian and ate at captain cook's ah yeah which was really good i got their (laughs) meatballs um which comes when in a rice if i remember right uh those were incredible like unbelievable my kids were stealing them from me because they were just <laughs> that good uh my um my daughter i think i had my daughter had a shrimp thing oh gosh i should look up the menu but anyway um here i am back at the polynesian uh <laughs> if you don't know that's my favorite resort so hey um, <laughs> hey um, but the f- I was really surprised at how good the food was there. Um, so definitely go check that out. And don't be afraid to try what they have on the menu because um, it is definitely Polynesian-style food. And it's really, really good. Um, so that, and, you know, I it's hard to find a good place in Magic Kingdom um, as far as quick service goes. So we'll skip over that, but, (laughs) um, you know, we spent a lot of time at cosmic rays and while, you know, 
it's typical theme park food. It's done pretty good and you can get in and out, get in and out of there pretty well. So I don't mind going there. Um, but I, I'm looking for something else whenever I'm there to instead. So, mm-hmm. uh, that that's kind of heavy on snacks. So, Oh, sleepy hollow. That's the place to go. That's what mm. I'm forgetting. Sleepy hollow. Um, now this place, I didn't go there at first because I was always on the dining plan and they don't take the dining plan there, mm. which I found interesting. Um, but definitely go there. They do waffles all day long. Um, the last time we were there, I got a chicken and waffle that was really, really good. It was spicy. Um, a little too spicy for me after a while because I ate the whole darn thing. But um, they also do a waffle with fresh strawberries and, and blueberries and Nutella uh, chocolate spread, that hazelnut spread. Oh, my goodness. That's a favorite in our family, <laughs> that that waffle. So that's a place definitely go check out. Um, so I was and the reason I started going Magic Kingdom is because I was focusing on an animal kingdom and I needed to get away from it. So <laughs> I think I did it. I think I did it. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. The, lots of really good um, quick service. And I, I do enjoy quick service kind of with the reason that you can, I mean, there's a lot of them around there and it's easy to kind of get in and easy to get out. Um, so I, I, I do enjoy that. I usually try to have, um, I've been doing this more lately where I'll have one sit down um, restaurant at some point during the day, whether or not it's like something small or, or something that is like really big, like a really big experience, like something really exciting. Uh, but I usually try to do that. And then I try to do one type of either quick service or even um, like a little snack. Um, and that's something else that we can talk about is um, park snacks. Um, when I was talking to Brian about this, I it's kind of hard to think about snacks, mainly because I don't really like, like I'll stop and get snacks, uh, but it, it doesn't really... Um, like register in my mind too much when I get those because it's not something that's like, like super big and like super important. You're just kind of like stopping and like grabbing a snack. Um, but I definitely have, have some stuff to talk about. Um, topping my list, it will always top my list uh, forever and ever until the end of time. Uh, and that's the turkey leg. Love that turkey leg. Uh, it's uh, super fun. I just love the way it tastes. I love smoked food in general. Um, so that's always great. Um, and I mean, turkey leg and popcorn, those were like really the only two that were, that were coming to my mind. Um, there's just something about Disney popcorn and I love Disney popcorn buckets. Uh, I have to have Disney popcorn at least once when I go, when I go to Disney. Um, and so I think this last time I actually, I disappeared on my brother and sister at one point and went left and got some popcorn and they couldn't find me. And I was just in line trying to get some popcorn. Um, but another thing that, uh, actually Brian, when you were talking about Satuli canteen, um, I would almost lump like drinks into snacks a little bit. And one that I really enjoyed, uh, when I was in Pandora were those boba tea drinks. Those are really good. Um, and that's something, um, 
when you're grabbing snacks and you're grabbing drinks and stuff like that, um, I know, I think you can um, eat and walk and stuff like that now around the parks. Uh, you couldn't really, really do that when I was there, but we kind of ignored that a little bit. Shh, don't tell anybody. Um, especially when it, when at Epcot, because how can you not walk around Epcot sipping a drink? Um, but the, the rules back then were as long as you're stationary, you can sip. So that made it a little easy. But I just loved being able to walk around Pandora uh, with these tasty drinks and kind of look at everything. Um, and that's that's something I love to do at Disney is just like grab something and walk around, like go to maybe the next um, ride you're about to be on or even um, like I'll do I'll do queue popcorn where like I'll grab a popcorn and then jump in a queue. And like that's your that's your activity while, while, you're, while you're in line is you're just sitting there and you're chowing down on some popcorn. Um, I, I, I actually thoroughly enjoy that. I love that. That's, that's always a really great idea. Um, so those are kind of my, um, the ones that I enjoy. Uh, I'm not a huge Mickey premium bar guy. I know a lot of people really enjoy those Mickey premium premium bars, but I mean, I don't know, man, it's, a uh, ice, ice cream and, and dipped in chocolate. It's delicious because it's Mickey shaped. Delicious. Um, we I have know, to I, get one every trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, I just always, I, I, I pass on that. Um, not that like I've ever had it, and I think it's bad. I just don't really see the appeal of it. Um, other than it being Mickey shaped. <laughs> um, and I also, uh, I mean, I'm not a big dessert person. Uh, so Brian, you might be able to talk a little bit more about desserts, uh, but I just see always on people's Instagrams, these crazy desserts that Disney comes out with. Um, but I just never, I don't know. I just, I want to spend my money on, on other things like giant turkey legs. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I've just, I've just never really indulged in, in any of that. And that's too bad because my list is a mile long. <laughs> Um, so I know I've mentioned the, the Mickey pretzel, um, on here numerous times, but I have to mention it one more time because that's my go-to snack. And luckily enough, the pool bar this time around had, um, Mickey pretzels. So I had one like every other day because (laughs) we were at the pool every other day. Um, and I didn't have to worry about it when I was in the park. Um, so that that's my go-to, the Mickey pretzel. Uh, my kids, like I said, we have to get a Mickey premium bar every time we go, just one. Um, and and we did. We took care of it. Um, what else am I forgetting? Well, the one place I wrote down was a new place for us on our last trip. We went to Dino Bite Snacks. Mm-hmm. So here's my chance to get my plug-in for Dino Land USA. Um, <laughs> they have... Uh, I think it's Edie's ice cream there and they make these giant cookies and then they make a cookie sandwich with them. And when we were there, the flavor that they were doing was uh, strawberry shortcake. So, you know, strawberry ice, really good strawberry ice cream and these like sugar cookies that had um, like strawberry flavoring to them and uh, it was, or a shortbread cookie because it's, strawberry shortcake Mm -hmm. um 
but they had you know then they had the sugar on it and like i had to share it with the whole family because it was huge um so dino bite snacks they have these giant they always have something and they'll change them seasonally uh they'll have a special one like i think for uh St. Patrick's Day, they had a mint one that was all leprechaun and whatever. Mm. Um, so definitely something to check out when you're there. That's that's a great snack to pick up. Um, but how about the uh, cheeseburger egg rolls or spring rolls that they have in Adventureland? I mean, you got to get those. Yeah, those were uh, I kind of wanted to talk about those uh, when we were talking about the cheeseburger pods. Uh, but I wanted to wait. Um, and then I didn't mention them because I have, I've had cheeseburger egg rolls, um, not at Disney and loved them, but I've never had the ones at Disney and people go nuts about those. And this is a, this is another phenomenon, um, that will happen where at Disney, some sort of snack will just start to trend and, um, people will, will just go and buy them in droves. And then all of a sudden Disney will take it away. <laughs> and people will get sad. And uh, what actually happened with the cheeseburger egg rolls is they have a stand. I don't know. Does the stand have a name? That they, I don't think it does. Yeah, I think it's just like a random stand. Yeah. Um, but they so they have that stand there that does the cheeseburger egg rolls, uh, cheeseburger spring rolls. I keep saying this wrong because it's different. Um, but they, when they came back, I heard that they were different. Um, not that like the taste was different, but they were smaller, uh, but they were also charging the same amount as they did before. So that kind of sucks, but, but Disney, Disney does this sometimes. And it kind of makes me think that maybe it's like a um, strategy, like a, uh, like a marketing strategy or something like that to like get people excited about it and then take it away and then bring it back. Kind of like, like Coca-Cola classic or something like that, that they did back in the day. <laughs> Well, I think you're, I mean, I think you're right because they do that with merch. They'll put mm-hmm. something out, but they'll only make so much of it and it'll disappear. And then you have to wait a month and then they'll make too much of it and it'll just be all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if that is them not wanting to make too much and then just putting it out there and they see it go crazy. So then they have to overcompensate. Or if it's like you said, a strategy where, they know it's going to go crazy and then they create some FOMO on it. And, mm-hmm. you know, then you're, you know, people are going crazy for it. Um, these spring rolls have been very interesting to watch as a phenomenon. I had them for the first time on our last trip and I'll tell you the pepperoni ones, not so good. Mm-hmm. Cheeseburger ones, they come with a, well, it's an aioli of some sort. They call it. Yeah. Um, some people have likened it to a special sauce, like a Big Mac sauce or, or whatever, but I didn't really get that. Um, so the it was interesting because I think it was $7.50 for two of them when they first brought them back during the COVID times. They are now $9.50 for two spring rolls, and Oof. they're small. Yeah. Um, and had I not had them before and wondered what all of the buzz was about, I would not have spent that. Mm. Um, I just felt that was that that's too much, but um, they were good. We really in, did enjoy the cheeseburger ones. The like you know, like I said, the pe- pepperoni ones, um, they're fine. 
I saw recently they've got their buffalo chicken one out now, which I'd be mm. more interested in. Um, but they put that moldy cheese stuff in it, so <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I could eat that. Um, that's blue cheese. <laughs> I was trying to trying to think of what you meant, and I I, I, I eventually got there. But yeah, yeah, I'm not a fan, and I I did have it once, uh, somewhat recently, and it made me sick. So. I'm against blue cheese now. So, wow. Um, but I would be interested in a buffalo chicken spring roll if they were able to take that out, you know, mm-hmm. eh, whatever. Um, I will stop going on about snacks because, like I said, I could go on all day. <laughs> um, you know, the cupcake has been a big deal for them. Um, that, that's been something that they kind of push out for every holiday and yeah. every occasion. Um, trying to think of oh they, it seems like these whoopie pie things are starting to become a thing now too i don't i've seen the wookie cookie which is a version of the whoopie pie yeah the carrot cake cookie is where what started it mm-hmm. um so i don't know maybe keep an eye out on that one that might be coming becoming something yeah yeah and i can um i i enjoy this like we, we can talk about food at disney forever um and, and one thing that that we kind of touched down for a second there with Brian uh, was price. Uh, and if you noticed, we weren't really talking about price. Uh, and a lot of that comes down to uh, the value of what Disney brings uh, and all these places. I mean, we're talking about the good places here. Um, all these places will sometimes have some ridiculous prices for this food. But as long as you feel like your the value is there and you think that it's it's going to be good enough i mean i've never i'll complain about how expensive things are at disney uh but at the end of the day i'm gonna do it i'm gonna (laughs) i'm gonna pay just take all my money for for all this (laughs) food and attractions and hotels um so yeah at, at, at the end of the day i'm i'm totally down with it and i i would have i would argue that there is great value uh, in a lot of this stuff, um, but that's honestly that's that's person to person. Uh, I really enjoy um, eating at a lot of these places, and I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, it's become uh, kind of a big thing uh, when I end up going to Disney. Uh, it's really important to get those dining reservations. There's a possibility that I'm going again this year at some point, and I'm already trying to figure out when I'm going to have to start making dining <laughs> reservations because it's like kind of been, uh, it's become such an, an important thing to me. Um, and I think that's just Disney in general. Uh, you, once, once you start having to plan things in the way that Disney forces you to plan things, um, you start to get into planning those things and going to those, uh, attractions even more. Um, so yeah, I uh, really really enjoy this stuff. I mean, we can again we can talk at length about some of this stuff, uh, which we've already done. <laughs> so, but it would be great to keep the conversation going if you guys could come out to Facebook on our community group and uh, let us know where, what your favorite restaurant is, what your favorite sit down. Um, you know, give us the rundown. If you didn't notice, we did favorite sit down. And then we went into our favorite 
uh, quick service, and then we went over our favorite snack. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely come on out there. Give us your three. Let's hear what they are. We want to hear about it. Miles from Main Street Community on Facebook. And we, uh, we, we tend to stay pretty positive here at Miles from Main Street. Uh, but if you want to rip, rip into one of these places that you didn't like, let us know. Uh, and because uh, we're always open to uh, constructive criticism. <laughs> 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 um, but that, that's always fun, too, is to um, I mean, Brian was ripping into me because I didn't like uh, Mickey Premium Bars. Um, so keep it light, keep it fun. Uh, and we can have some fun over there in our community. That'd be great if everyone could come out and join us. Um, and, uh, oh, the other thing is we're very close to 300 followers on our page. So Woo! if you aren't following us yet, please do get us up to that 300 mark. It's going to happen. We're, we're, we're going to do it in, in probably the next couple of days now. Um, I'm excited. You should be excited too. Uh, and thank you for, for joining us tonight. But that's all we got for you guys. And we'll, we will see you next time on Miles from Main Street. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed the show, please rate us on iTunes and subscribe. Email us at milesfrommainstreetpodcast at gmail.com with any thoughts and visit us on Facebook under Miles from Main Street. We'll be bringing more to you weekly and look forward to talking to you then. Until next week, remember, some live close, but most of us don't. So let's talk about it.